0: What is up, all of my beautiful freaking people? Welcome back to another episode of FML Talk. Today, we are diving down the rabbit hole of what it was like to be a playmate in the Playboy Mansion. Grab a cocktail, we're going there. Welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19, do you believe that? Hey, hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. I do not understand He did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on our Instagram?
1: And this is FML Talk. Oh, no, she didn't.
0: So today's guest is a good friend of mine who I met a couple years back. Her name is Jessica Hall. She made the decision to pose for Playboy when she first moved to LA and then went on to have a very long career that kind of started at the Playboy Mansion, and she has become an incredible businesswoman. She's now a mom of two beautiful kids and has a marriage that is like relationship goals across the board. And listening to her story and insight of how she kind of found her footing in this industry was a really fun ride for me. So without further ado, let's get into the interview. My girl, Jessica Hall. Welcome to FML Talk. I can't believe I
2: finally get to be here. I see it on Instagram and I'm like, when is she going to ask me to come on? You're
0: like rude. You. <laughs> no, I saved you for season three when we were in studio on YouTube. Like it was, it was good to wait. So you wanted wait. my
2: face, not just my voice. Yes. I appreciate that. I
0: want to use every facet of what you have to offer. <laughs> Do people ever tell you like
2: you, you don't have a face or you have a face for radio or you don't have a
0: face for well, you know that saying? You're like, you, that's not a compliment. Yes, exactly. I'm like, wait, hold up. Oh, no, you have a face for YouTube, which is why you're here. A face for YouTube. Okay, <laughs> I feel young. Um, so for my FMLers that don't know who you are, give them a little bit of background on who you are, where you where you came from, oh all the things.
2: Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, I. Started in the business when I was about 19. Uh, my first gig that I worked with, uh, I worked with MTB. I did a season called Burned. I uh, thought, you know, I was like famous for a trust. I'm like, fantastic, making all this money. No, <laughs> no. I booked my first job and never booked one since. So then I ended up posting for Playboy. <laughs> And
0: yeah, so, yeah, so that then sounds things, like
2: all bad, but so then things took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like stumbling my words trying to figure that out. No, but yes, I, I, I started out in the entertainment business working for MTV. It was fantastic. It was my first job. I thought, great. Like, this is fantastic. I'm making such good money. And that was so easy. No, it was so exceptionally hard. Obviously, as you know, with <laughs> casting calls and just going out there and it's not what it is today for sure. Yeah, But, um, I was like, this is harder than I thought. Started working like two, three jobs in Hollywood. And then, um I was discovered by an agent over at Playboy and it actually took a while for me to be like okay I'm ready to take my clothes off literally. Right.
0: right. <laughs> um how do they approach you to ask you to pose for Playboy?
2: Uh you know it everyone has their own perspective I think of what Playboy is the mansion uh everything about it but it really is not as crazy I think as some think. Uh it's just like as if you're approached for an acting job or you know they 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 look at you first, right? They don't mm-hmm. know you. So I remember this guy's name was Gordon Rail. I was at some cafe um, when I was 18, 19 years old. Can't remember on Sunset. And he gave me his card and he was like, if you ever, you know, think about want- modeling for Playboy or, you know, doing anything. And I was like, oh my gosh, no. I mean, I haven't lost my virginity yet. <laughs> like, oh my how God. am I supposed to take my clothes off? <laughs> <laughs> um, True story. So. I got this card and my girlfriend was like, oh my gosh, you know, there's like infamous play, uh, playboy parties up at the mansion. I was like, no, I don't. And she goes, we got to go.
0: And wait, where mind, were you from? Like, where did you move from? Or did so, you grow well, up in I, kind LA? Kind of
2: everywhere. I did my last, like, since I was 13, 14 was basically LA, but my dad was in the army. So we were okay. stationed everywhere. Brother was born in Texas. My sister was born in Washington. I was born in Hawaii. Like, I mean. Oh, wow! So I don't really know. Okay. But, but not yes, LA. At the time I was, um, LA based. Kay. So I was up here. It was senior, it was right after senior year, uh, just having the lunch. And then that's when he approached me and my girlfriend was like, we got to go to those parties. So I emailed him and I was like, you know, I want, I want to test it out before even like right. thinking about it. Cause I just right. want to go to these parties <laughs> and I'll never forget being like 19 years old, not knowing how to dress, going up to the Playboy mansion with my girlfriend. Like it was, You know what reminded me of it? It was a Halloween party and we were literally dressed like, you know, mean girls when she dressed like, kind of like the ugly part. like Not ugly, but like a scary, like an actual Halloween. Like the dead ex-wife. So her (laughs) and I were covered way too much. I was like trying to take off a little bit when I was there. I was like, this isn't going to cut it. Oh my God. Um, But just like walking into the mansion and seeing Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. I mean, this was like early 2000s. So this was, you know, something like I've never seen, obviously, like so many. So it was just a, kind of a cool experience. And then, um, Hef actually invited me up after going to that party. So they take photos of everyone before they actually enter the party, like an old Polaroid camera. Oh, wow. And you do your name and number on it. And then they take it at the box. Like, okay. it's crazy high security to even, you know, go through the system of basically get to get up to the mansion. Right. Which is fully understandable. But... So I got a call and he was like, do you want to come up on the weekends? We do this and that from actually Hef.
0: Wow. And I was
2: like, what do you mean? I just like come up and do what? Like, this is crazy. Did you
0: know at the time, like who Hef was? Like, was he that big of a deal to you? Or were you kind of like, what do you mean, Playboy? Like, okay, great.
2: Well, I knew what Playboy was, um, but I did not know... That there was like more to it than just like a magazine, like right? Literally at the time, I mean, it was a lifestyle, it was an,
0: and an empire. It,
2: it really was. Yeah, you know, it just kept growing, especially, um, you know, with the girls next door, which came later. Yeah, and yeah, so when he called me, I was like, okay, I'll come up there. I was, I was so nervous, and I, I'm, I show up, and there's all these beautiful girls, and everyone's just laying out, playing volleyball, jumping on the trim. It's exactly what people <sighs> think, and I was like. huh? <gasps> what do I do? Do I try to make friends? How do I do this? There's no guys up there. It was like half and a couple of his buddies playing yeah. bag him. and I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, yeah. But it was not as, it wasn't crazy by any means. It right. was just a really chill place that was.
0: You mean people weren't like doing lines of cocaine off each other's asses no, and stuff no. in the middle of the day? But
2: <laughs> I, think, I think people think like the most, I'm, I'm sure stuff went down. Right, right. For me, just being, I mean, I even went up to like the bar. They have this like really cool outside stone bar by the pool. Like, I mean, a really big one and like I was like looking for money and they're like, no, 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 you don't, you don't have to pay for anything here. I was oh like, my God. Oh my gosh. Like, okay, this is awesome. It's like, like adult Disneyland. I know there's like a, a menu with the brunch menu and the butlers would come up, you know, what would you like to eat? And I'm like, Oh, this looks good. That does too. We'll get both. And I'm like, I can't have both. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't afford both.
2: I know. I was like, I don't see prices.
0: <laughs> oh my God. So it
2: was, um, yeah, it was just something like kind of crazy and surreal at the moment. I didn't, realize how lucky I was to be able to just experience that and like live that. Right. Uh, So, I mean, it's not that I took it for granted, but when I was invited, I didn't go all the time. But Mm -hmm. then I, you know, after I did that show on MTV and then I started working all these jobs and then I literally barely could afford my rent. So I was like, yeah, I'm going up to the mansion getting brunch and cocktails. Right. I'm going. And then eventually, I think a year or two in, I decided to pose for Playboy. Oh, wow.
0: So they, like, let you be a part of the, the thing for so long before yeah. you fully decided to commit and do that.
2: Yeah, and Hef is such, I mean, he was such a, you know, loyal, nice guy. Like, if you came there and you just respected the place, was, you know— a good person and no drama and didn't fight with the girls like you were welcome back you know he does actually know who was in his house at all times
0: yeah wow yeah when you were going did he have the girlfriends at the time who was the girlfriend so
2: at the time he had seven girlfriends jesus and this was before the girls next door and then it went down to the three right and i think the girls next door started filming in 2005 okay and then that just changed i think everything.
0: Yeah. Well that like created it to be way more mainstream than it was before. Cause it came from like being this like exclusive kind of vibe. And then it was all of a sudden in every country all over the world.
2: Yes. So a lot of people had their own, like it kind of, you know, ruined the idea of like what it was because Mm. you got let in and this and that. And I mean, you could look at it any way you want, but I kind of got to experience both. And it was, I mean, it was, it was, I spent my entire like twenties pretty much there. Wow. And it was fun. And I just kept trying to work in within the company because it was so big. I didn't want to just be like, OK, I pose. I'm done. Yeah. I have always been a hard worker. I've always wanted to uh, keep on going in the entertainment business some way, somehow. So I started hosting a lot of stuff for Playboy TV from Playboy's Beach House, doing some mm-hmm. prank show. And then I went on to uh, Sirius XM for seven years with Playboy Radio. Oh, nice. Um, so, yeah, I just kept trying to grow within. And and that was like, like use really, the business
0: aspect of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. And I think a lot
2: didn't really look at it that way, right? You know, I just, I mean,
0: well, because so many people judge let's still you for like, last forever. <laughs> well, she took your clothes off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, she so. can't talk. She took right, her clothes off. Right. <laughs> yes, I can do both. Summer is here, and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals: no prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. So when you finally decided to make that commitment and do a spread mm-hmm. and do a photo shoot, uh-huh. what would take me through like that day? Like what was going on in your mind? Was it just oh nerves gosh. and fear uh, of judgment or were you like empowered and ready to go? Uh,
2: none of that. Like <laughs> I, None of the above. <laughs> none of the above. I just remember being like so many things are running through my mind. Like I, I, I was such a good girl throughout school. I never was promiscuous. I never, I I was just a really good kid. And so when I remember posing, I kept thinking so many things were running through my brain. Like, is this something like, am I, yeah, I guess a little judgment. Cause I was like, what are people going to think? Is this bad? Is this, you know, but I, I didn't feel that it was bad. Mm -hmm. And I thought I, you know, I, I do come from, you know, a lot of morals and values, but at the time I was like, Letting it kind of... Like my first shoot, I have to tell you, I had to redo it because Hef said I look like a deer in headlights. Oh my God, really? So clearly it came out during the photo shoot. But right. they make it completely... I mean, no one's even looking at you. There's like six to 10 people in the room from yeah. the stylist to the makeup to the... And they've uh, seen so
0: many tits and ass at this point. It's like, who even cares?
2: They do, Honestly, it's not... I remember taking my robe off and asking the photographer, can you, can you see anything? And he's yeah. like, ah, that's kind of the point, Right. you know? And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But I, I think I let all the outside voices of what may be others, not necessarily like the people in the room or the, even the readers. And you got to imagine though too, social media wasn't right there yeah. back then. So I didn't really think of social media at the time. Even the internet wasn't even that huge. Yeah. So, uh, nowadays
0: you take one photo and post it on Instagram or anywhere it gets posted on any site. It's now forever in the ethers to not go away.
2: (laughs) I mean, even now to this day, and I did it, what? I'm so gonna age myself. Like 16 years ago, I did Playboy. 16 years ago, I'm 38 years old, and I did it. Yeah,
0: okay, which is not old. P.S. No, I don't think it's old. And you have two kids, and you look phenomenal. But sixteen
2: years ago, you're like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of kids and just you know evolving as I don't know a human and maturing. Right. It is kind of crazy sometimes. I do run into people that may know or may or do not know that I did Playboy. But you know, when I first had my daughter, I remember people being like, you know, some moms and stuff like, oh. What, what are you going to do when she finds out, or mm. what's? And I go, "What do you mean? What am I going to do?" I, I felt I still get judged, and right. it's kind of crazy that it's like, "Come on, guys! Like this is uh, you can." I, I don't know the right words to even say to them half the time, but I'm like, you know what? When I'm 65, I'm going to put my spread on a T-shirt. Yes, and I'm like that was me. <laughs> yes, and I mean yeah. it's
0: honestly Playboy is like the creme de la creme. So if you're gonna pose, I, it's gonna be Playboy. That's yeah. kind of like a a badge of honor growing up in the industry that you like chose to do that. And you know, did it when it was at its kind of peak.
2: Yeah. And I, and I can honestly say, and I'm very, very honest about, I I have no filter, but I, I don't have any regrets of doing playboy. Maybe I should got paid more, but but no, I don't have any regrets. Um, You know, it was a period of my life that it was, it was the right time for then. And I, and I love that I was a part of something so iconic And I have created some of the best friendships from it. And I think I made it last as long as I possibly could. And when I think back on my memories or my flashbacks, I just, I smile every time. It's not nothing, there really isn't any bad memories or bad like situations. They are all just like, wow, I lived that Hollywood scene. I had a blast. Yeah.
0: And I mean, it's really, you can take a look back at your career and see how everything kind of led to the next step. Like you said, yeah. going to like Sirius XM. When was it that you met Kendra? And cause obviously you ended up on doing her reality show with her yeah. and you guys are best friends. That's actually how I met you. Yes. Was Kendra linked us uh-huh. up for your podcast. Um, so tell me about how you guys met and how that kind of transpired.
2: I will never forget the day. Kendra, so I was already going to the mansion for a few years. I'm a couple years older than Kendra. And I remember seeing this fresh-faced, beautiful 18-year-old girl at Easter up at the Playboy Mansion. And I'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. And I just looked over. And it, it's funny because when people think like Kendra, I mean, the most confident, fun-loving, party girl. But at the time, she was just like this quiet, beautiful, fresh-faced girl just yeah. sitting there. And I just remember kind of looking over at her. And I walked over like, hi. You know, and not that I... I mean, I didn't realize that she was, like, a new girlfriend. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. But right. you can tell in her face that it was, like...
0: A lot for her. Yes. Yeah.
2: And um, I think from there, we just became friends. But then she started partying, you know, within the space. And I had been with my husband for almost 18 years.
0: Oh, my God. So, I wasn't...
2: Oh, I was... I never... I, I partied, don't get me wrong. But yeah. I did not as much as most of the girls. Right. At the time, like, we could have got away with anything. But I was always working and... um you know, I had a serious boyfriend. And so I think we really, really, really connected is when she met Hank in 2009, Mm -hmm. 2008 or nine. And that's when we just like, just became the best of friends and yeah, till this day. Oh, I love that.
0: Um, and you were on her reality show, Kendra on top, correct?
2: Yes. I started out on the E series. um, Okay.
0: On girls next door.
2: I did a few of those on accident. I don't know. I was young and I was always there. So you're no, <laughs> just fun. on it. But uh, And then she had her own series on E! So I did a couple. Um, I, I, I actually did a handful of, uh, episodes of that. Yeah. And then I never thought I would do reality TV. I always wanted to host. I worked for TV Guide. I, I did a lot of stuff for E! And E! Online I hosted a lot. So I was always like, I'm not. My sister was on the hills. And I was like, I'm not doing reality. I'm not yeah. doing reality. But with Kendra, it just flowed. It worked. And we did... Uh, five seasons of uh, Kendra on Top on WeTV. And then this November, she has her own show called Kendra Sells Hollywood. Oh, that's and, so exciting. Uh, yeah, so actually this month. And it's on Discovery Plus, and I am on that as well. Nice. Yeah.
0: I love it. It's just kind of been like one thing after another.
2: Oh, my gosh. the girl And has, it all
0: started with Playboy.
2: And you know what's funny with her is that a lot of people don't realize it, but she is, I think, might be the longest-running reality star that has been on TV for, mm. um, I think it's now... 15 consecutive That's years. That's crazy. Something, cr- yeah, yeah. no, uh, 13, yeah. which is almost longer and than- And she's so
0: fucking down to earth and oh, like yeah. very, very smart. Like uh-huh. she knows what she's doing.
2: Yes, I think a lot of people miss- uh, Well, yeah, because they yeah. think
0: Playboy and Girls Next nope, Door and is- like she's got a funny, funky laugh. So uh, obviously she must be a big, dumb blonde. <laughs>
2: yeah, and she, she'll play it, but she is a smart, smart girl. Yeah. She has taught me more. I mean, sometimes things would come out of her mouth and I'm like, people don't realize like how much in tune she is with what's going on in the world right. or just- things like, you know, that matter and what's going on. She's very educated in yeah. all of it. And yeah. sometimes I'll go home. My husband's like, don't talk to her anymore. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, world's ending. Like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about all the stuff that's going on in our world. Yes. Oh my God. I love it. So you've been in the industry for many, many years now. When you were growing up in the industry, it was a much different time than it is now. Um, what was your experience kind of like with you know, the whole casting couch situation. If people that are listening to this don't know what that is, it's a term in the industry where producers or casting directors used to have, you know, people come in for auditions and then cross a lot of boundaries as to not just auditioning.
2: So I talk a lot about this on my podcast called Flashbacks, and it is so insane on what they're able to get away with. Um, I don't want to say back in the day. I'm to just, this is my time and what my experience is. So I, I'm, I'm sure so many people have other, um, maybe worse or um, same kind of experiences. Mm-hmm. But this was like early 2000s, mid 2000s. And I mean, there was incidents where I remember going into a casting room with like 12 men, no women, and they're like, okay, get down to your bikini. Okay, dance with no music. Okay, kiss her. And I'm like, <sighs> wait, what? I thought this was like, I, I don't want to say the the companies that I was uh, auditioning for, which mostly I thought, you know, the agencies would send you over there. And most of it was uh, definitely legit. Like I had a really good agency, but when I didn't go through an agency or I went through like a cattle call or like a friend, you know, we're all trying to make it or just, you know, yeah. and it was insane sometimes to think like that would not fly today. No, Like I think as women and, uh, we uh, we've clearly have well we've always been evolving but uh, evolving but I think uh, society and everything like what they what they thought they could just talk to us the way I mean I got let go from a job because basically they called me fat like literally I I remember reading that email being like you got to be kidding me like I and th- and if you look back at photos there I was so so thin like right. you I couldn't get more thin yeah and I was like in my you know early twenties and people
0: wonder why we have fucking body image issues
2: it was. I will never forget that I signed a contract, everything. And I was like, well, where do I go from there? And I just remember like feeling at that moment like this is insane. Like I I, I and I kept looking at myself and luckily I am a strong person. I don't know where I got it from, but I I didn't let it affect me too much. Yeah. Um I think I ate a Sprinkles cupcake that night. So clearly <laughs> I, I love did not <laughs> care. But I do remember thinking like, holy cow, if you think I'm too fat for that, this right. is insane. Like what
0: are you saying to other people?
2: I go back and look at photos and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I look like a, like my, a bobble head because my body was so tiny. My head was so big. Yeah. And I, I, it's, it's insane.
0: I think it's finally not that women are stepping into their power. I think we've always been powerful, but I think now we're demanding it to where other people around us can't have to rise to meet that level. Yeah. Um, and obviously like with the me too movement and everything, do you have a me too story?
2: Um, I do. And I've never really talked about it because he got brought down on his own. Oh. And I do believe that karma, I, I think good will always prevail. It may take, I don't know, a year, 10 years, but it always yeah. does come out. And and watching that is, you know, the the ones that are out there really talking about it and proven guilty. Yeah. Um, Do I'm... I mean it is, it, it's is—it's a thing and I just I, I can't I can't believe it took this long to get there
0: right right and I think especially in this industry that's been so hypersexualized for mm-hmm. so long there's been so much misogyny for so many years that finally it's like people are being made an example of and now all the The people that have been acting out for so many years are having to take a step back and they're forced to because people are losing jobs over it yeah. and going to jail because of it, as they should. Yes. It's wild to I, to watch it finally take that turn.
2: And it took this long. Yeah. It's just, I, I think maybe, I mean, I, I definitely have a love-hate relationship with social media.
0: Oh my God, girl, <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> well, you like, do, but yeah.
2: Oh my gosh, but it's... um you know, it does give a platform for people to use their voice. So it's it's a blessing in that way, I guess. Yeah,
0: I agree. What was it like for you transitioning from, you know, being in Playboy and in the mansion and that whole type of lifestyle, which is a certain type of lifestyle to then becoming a mom and a businesswoman? Has there been like any pushback from people? Have people not taken you seriously at any times?
2: You know, whether it's to do with playboy or not, I think as a woman, it's sometimes hard, especially as a mom, because I cannot stand when people think I can't do it because I have kids Mm -hmm. or they'll speak for me like, oh, don't ask her. She has kids or um, they just blame that a lot. And it's like, no, no, no. I am a working mom and I'm very proud of it. Um, I want to show my daughter that you can do it all. You know, I mean, whether you want to stay home or not work or I don't care whatever you choose to do. But for me, I want to think I can do it all. And do I have a balance? Absolutely not. I don't think anyone really has a balance. But <laughs> I, I, have I have
0: no kids and I don't even have a fucking balance. Exactly. So, <laughs> so it's
2: it's not that I have it right, but don't speak for me. Yeah. Let me be the one to tell you that I can't do it. But I think that's something that I have come across a lot is that people think that um I can't because yeah. I have children and that makes me want to do it even more. The fact that I do have children, I want to work harder. Um, I love the fact that I can do the jobs and be the businesswoman I am and still be a stay home mom. Like I want to be with my kids more than anything, but I also want to have my independence and I worked way too hard just to be like, okay, bye. Right. You know, it's all gone now. Yeah. Um, if anything now is exactly where I want to be. This is like the most confident I've ever felt my body and who I am. Uh, the friends that I have, my work colleagues, and I just, I'm not going to give that up. I love that. And you know, I like, being behind the scenes. I like doing the business aspect of it. I like being recognized by LA weekly and getting the cover of that for w- yes. working moms in business. Yeah. That makes me keep on going when people actually recognize that, you know what? She can do it. And yeah. it let her be the one to tell you she can, or when people just believe in you, I think it gives you that extra confidence boots that so many of us need.
0: Totally. And you do a lot of things yeah. I mean, a lot of things you have sugar taco, uh-huh. which is, if people have not been, it's vegan Mexican and it's fucking amazing. Yes. There's
2: one on Melrose and one in Sherman Oaks. Yes.
0: Yeah. I've been to the Melrose one. Um, it's incredible. And you guys also have like little dog dishes there so people can bring their dogs. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah. just like it's the best thing ever. Very an- animal friendly. <laughs> yes.
0: Dog mom over here. It's like very much appreciated. not so much. I'm just <laughs>
2: saying. the Sherman Oaks we did. I actually put it together a little play center for the kids.
0: Oh, I love yes. that. Very cool. Um, so you're an investor in that, correct? Yes. Um, which is amazing. Yes. And then you have the re, the new reality show with Kendra. Yep. Like you do all the things and you have your podcast.
2: Yes, yes. Um, That's a lot
0: to juggle with two children.
2: It is. It is. <laughs> and a husband. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It is a lot, but it's, um, my husband always says I'm a very good delegator. <laughs> um, you know, and I also have the collab with LA Weekly that we've been doing with the beauty boxes. and. Yeah. Uh, it's just, when I can't handle it though, I will say I had enough, but right now I haven't had enough. So I am just trying to be the best I can be. And you know, I, I have, I have learned to kind of, um, like I said earlier, delegate
0: and it's hard because I like control. Yeah. Like so many. Oh my God. I so feel that. (laughs) Oh
2: gosh. I gotta like go a little. I do, I do trust people
0: to like do the job for you. It's not my strong suit.
2: (laughs) And You know, I do have a good support system. My husband's amazing. My kids are great. I have a great community around me, and I think that it definitely takes a village, and um, being able to trust people and just, like, letting them in has been – I don't want to say new for me, but, um, like, I've been, you know, more open to that lately.
0: Right, right, starting to get more comfortable with the idea. Um, You said you were with your husband for, what, 18 years now? Yes. That's Uh crazy. Yes, So (laughs) how did you guys meet, and how did he – Kind of navigate the Playboy world with you.
2: Um, I met Kyle when I was uh, just a, a few days or a few weeks shy of twenty-one. Okay, and I met him at Baja Fresh. I love that. We're both in line, and I was twenty, and I literally gave everybody my number. So luckily, <laughs> you know, that worked, and he was persistent, <laughs> so that definitely worked. But uh, after our first date, I, I, I'll never forget this. I was like, "Oh my gosh, how did I just meet the guy I was going to marry?" I was like, "I haven't even." I haven't even slept around that much. Like, yeah. I haven't even, like, I kept thinking to myself. that. like, was, I need like, to meet you in a few years from now. But I, I'm not even kidding from that moment on. It just has been, it's been, and he's not even here is what I have to say. But he, like, he's fantastic. Like, he is, I could not be where I am today without having him, his support, his love. Like, he has never, he's the most non-judgmental. Uh, he never, he, he made things so, like, just kind of easy. So I was able to. Yeah go and have fun. He was like, I don't want to hold you back. You go and have fun with your friends. You do that. Obviously respect me, but you're in your twenties. I want you to live. And I think I had more fun than all my friends. Cause mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to like pick right. up on, on a guy or fighting with a girlfriend because they're looking for the same guy. Yeah. I was the one that always just having fun, the life of the party, because maybe cause I just had like my secureness at home. Yeah. But, uh, he, uh, Hef was also very, very good to him when I told half that I'm you know serious. But I mean, he allows, like, husbands, fiancés of, like, playmates or people that have gone there a long time. Like, he, once he, uh, like I said earlier, he's very loyal and trustworthy. Uh, he invited Kyle there once. I didn't know it was more of a, like, no, I don't want to say a test. An like, interview, more or, maybe, or less. <laughs> and loved him. So, Kyle was able to go there with me for a good seven years until I eventually, you know, when I had the babies and just obviously life changes. Yeah. Um,
0: so, so yeah, did you so pose, he experienced
2: it with me, too.
0: Did you pose after you had met him?
2: I posed, it didn't come out yet, but I've already posed when I was with okay. Kyle, but then I posed a couple more times after that. And
0: was he always like supportive of that?
2: Yeah. He honestly really was. And I just,
0: that's awesome. I think the
2: open communication, just talking about it, like he never, he's like, well, you know, if it makes you happy, yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah. I mean, I never really, it wasn't something that was like, oh, I'm so, I want to do this. I want to do this. But I, I, right. I I like, I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, And I did, um, yeah, I posed three times. I did one of, uh, Women at Playboy, I mean, as I, when I was able to do like women, or I did a Playboy radio spread
0: mm-hmm. and it
2: was just me. So I was able to say, okay, this time I don't want to show this or I, I got to do what I want. Right, right. And Playboy was so respectful in those ways. I mean, it was pretty, they don't tell you like, oh, do this, do that, take that off. It's like to your own, you know. Oh, that's ha- great. How comfortable you are. Yeah. And definitely as the shoot goes on and, you know, you're feeling, yourself like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. You should <laughs> maybe show a little more, but right. it wasn't like. I mean, I, th- I, I don't know what people's idea of playboy is, but it's not, I'm not
0: sitting here doing, it's not casting couchish. Yes, it's like not it's, grimy. <laughs>
2: no. So it, it's funny just to, I haven't talked about playboy in so long. So this is about posing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to reminisce right now, but I, I, looking back, I mean, definitely I would not do now, but, but I'm not as comfortable or and I shouldn't say comfortable, confident. Uh, my body obviously changed. I had two babies and you know, I'm older now. Yeah.
0: So. so the fact that moms kind of had, had given you the kind of side eye saying, you know, Oh, well, what's she going to think? And when do you think you're going to have that conversation with her?
2: Um, honestly, I feel like there's so much worse that has come out, like in the- <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's done some crazy stuff and playboy is a little bit of something of the past now you Yeah, know, with half passing and, um, it's just not as I think by the, my kids are still very young yeah. you know, just turned four and six. And I think by the time that comes, yeah, I mean, there'll be some discussion late way, way later on because I'm going to be like, no, this is what mama did. And I I'm, I'm proud of it. It's not, I'm not ashamed by any means. Yeah. So it's, it'll, it'll be a conversation, but way later on, and it's going to be funny because guaranteed they'll be like, what's playboy.
0: Right. Oh, well for sure. Uh, you know, it's yeah. going to be
2: like, I'm gonna have to like start from the very beginning of all the amazing things hefted in the fifties to the women's rights and to uh, so much. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be so many. I mean, there already is a lot of documentaries, but yeah.
0: yeah. What was one of the craziest things that you ever witnessed at the mansion that you're allowed to say?
2: craziest things. Um, I mean, besides walking in and seeing freaking Justin
0: Timberlake and Britney Spears, like that's, you know, all of our nineties babies dreams in itself, but like any, was there any absolutely just wild moments that you remember that stood out?
2: Oh my gosh. I mean, I do remember trying to go through the, it was, I don't know when I, and my whole time is off, but my husband, I said, listen before we stop coming up here, we are having sex at this mansion. Ah, I am going to find a spot. We are going to do it. We oh are going I and he love was like, it. I can't perform like that. I go, <laughs> like, I was like, we're doing it. And he was like, Jessica. I now. can't perform like that. Because I told the whole staff. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't am admitting this. Yes. I told the whole staff that, Um, hey, what, you know, because everyone always has these, the people, it's not like a free-for-all by any right, means. Right, right. It was just the people that have, you know, whether they're the Playboy models, Playmates, or have, I mean, it, it's not like you're sitting, it, it's... <laughs> I'm making this sound horrible. (laughs) I just remember saying, I've heard of people, you know, being able, like, I remember Kendra saying it and I was like, I'm going to have sex at the mansion. I'm going to do that before. I'm going to, I would
0: put that on my bucket list. It it
2: was a bucket list. Yeah. And and Kyle's like, so I would have some of like, the, like, the mansion staff come up, like, hey, you know, there's that room. Like, to me, and Kyle and Kyle goes, he knows? And I was like, sorry, oh my so God. I think I was just, like, getting, like, worked up, and he was like, Jessica, <laughs> long story short, we did not end up finding, like, a spot to kind of, um, oh, that we're both, God. like, comfortable, and obviously I didn't want to disrespect Hep's house, but, yeah. I mean, it's a big, big space, and I'm not talking just, like, inside the home, but there is, the grounds is massive, yeah. like, massive and then, like, I don't know. There's this one spot I remember. And he's like, just because the monkeys are staring at me. What, what oh are we doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. I just remember that moment so well, just because I, I think I really embarrassed him by telling everybody.
0: Oh, my God. That's so funny. And then I talked funny. about it
2: um, with uh, Brian O'Lea, who was, like, the head mansion staff guy. Yeah. He has a radio show as well. And he was like, I remember when... You were literally trying to find out. I was like, oh, that's great.
0: Oh my God. Nice to be known for that. I mean, can (laughs) you imagine though being your husband and showing up and realizing that everyone at the mansion on staff is trying to orchestrate having sex with your, your girlfriend or your fiance.
2: No, oh, your wife. Yeah, I got married 24. <sighs> so we we're married, but I was in my twenties, but oh I was like, God. we're doing it. What do you mean? I was like, we're, Oh gosh. At the time, it sounded so amazing. But now like reliving it. I'm like, Oh yeah. I wonder if he bad. looks back
0: on that and he's like, fuck, we should have done it. I don't know. I'm going to bring it up to him now.
2: <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh, guess what I was talking about Tay on F. Yeah. Uh,
0: oh my God. I love yeah. it. Um, so I was going to ask you if you have an FML. I mean, you have to have a FML story. I don't know if it's relationship centered because you, and Kyle found each other so young. But if you had to pick, like, one FML story from your past in your younger years, what would that be?
2: Um,
0: Not to put you on the spot, but...
2: Well, when I first started (laughs) dating Kyle, I was kind of like... Well, no, I shouldn't say. Like, I just... I, I went on a couple dates with Kyle, but I was also... You know, on a couple of dates with this other right. guy, so randomly they're both named was Kyle. Both of them are Kyle. Oh well, at
0: least you would never get them confused. <laughs> but it
2: was like I was never even I never had a boyfriend really, and it was just I just was kind of went on a few dates with him. Then I went on one date with Kyle, and I remember being like, "Damn, I really like this guy," but I was already, I mean, you know, I went out. With you had the other, other Kyle. <laughs> so Kyle thought I was great, my Kyle, yeah, who I'm obviously married to now. But we went on two dates, and I was trying to like. Slowly, just kind of get rid of the other Kyle, but not right. that I was even like dating him, but <laughs> they both ended up on the same like guys fishing trip. Shut up. And Kyle's not my I'm from here, but his brother, his identical twin brother lives in LA. Kyle didn't even live in LA when I met him. So he was visiting his brother and his brother <laughs> was on this boat with that. And they just both like, kind of were talking and it just kind of got brought up and i was just like you got to be kidding me and my kyle <laughs> was like whatever who's a pussy anyways he threw up because he got motion sickness oh I was my like, god oh, you win
0: <laughs> stop yeah so How the guy called me he's like up- we're
2: done i go we it's cool dude you're like i
0: wanted the other kyle <laughs> we went anyways. on a
2: couple dates like it was not like anything serious anyways again and i was 20 years old
0: oh my god so, yeah. what are the odds of that though i know And like, don't you wish you could be a fly on the wall for that conversation that happened? Like how that got brought up and went down. I just keep picturing
2: these two Kyles like kind of just talking, but the other one throwing up overboard. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, well. It's like a
0: scene out of a fucking movie. my life. I love it. (laughs) Um, Okay, Jess, tell everybody where they can find you on social media, where all of your things coming out are, um, where the Discovery Show is going to be.
2: Yes, um, it's called... Kendra sells Hollywood and it comes out uh, this month and it's going to be on discovery plus
0: what's it like what's the vibe of it
2: it is you know I love love my girl and (laughs) I am always I feel like I I don't think we can ever do anything like without each other so I love the fact that you know she's trying this new uh career she got her real estate license she's gonna kick some butt here in LA and uh you know, I'm kind of help guiding her through. I'm give, trying to give her pointers. Um, like the business you know, aspect of yeah, it. All. She's a single mom. Yeah, She, uh, you know, doesn't have, you know, I, I think I just, she's like my family. We have known each other for so long and, um, she doesn't have really anyone. So the fact that I am, you know, a voice, a reason for her and just someone that truly loves her and that's always been there for her. Uh, I think you're, you're going to definitely see that on the show, but I, that's how we are in real life. So yeah. you can't do a reality show without obviously your real life. Right. So, um, yeah, so that comes out this month. So then, exciting. Yeah. Flashbacks is uh, with Action Park
0: Media. And yeah, and that's on like Apple, Spotify. It's on all of it. All yes. the places. It's with Kevin Conley's network. And you guys bring past playmates on? We bring. And talked about like all the days. You know what, it's just days. flashbacks. Okay. It's
2: great. We just like. Well, I mean, we I've just done an episode, so I know
0: it's not only playmates, but
2: yeah. I was like. But we. It's, it's literally, we all have Hollywood stories. Yes. We all like to reminisce our glory days and you can't really get in trouble for your past. True. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but it yeah. is nice. only when
0: it's on a podcast airing yeah. of the world. No big deal. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a, uh, yeah, it's definitely nice to reminisce, especially with friends and, you know, my old playboy friends and, you know, past and present and yeah, it's just, it's, it's good times. And I love doing radio. I've done it for so long and so it's, I'm definitely, it's, it's my go-to place when I just kind of need a break yeah. from, you know, momhood and my businesses and my blog and it just, it's, it's my little escape and I Truly, truly love it. I've never listened to a full episode of myself, by the way.
0: Oh my god, really? I don't, I don't watch it. How do you do? do Who do you listen? trust to to my proof producer, everything? Oh producer. no, I do, girl. My I control is so much. To anything. My control is so much worse than yours. Look. I listen to everything. Oh, I
2: don't because I yeah. just feel like I literally black out for the hour. I'm like, it's good if I said it, I said it. Oh my I, god, I just don't even care. Like, don't even send me this. It's fine.
0: I love it. I have no edits. I'm jealous of you. <laughs> I have I have no edits, no corrections, nothing. Just <laughs> I just mean, go. I did it all. I'm not. I can't. Yeah, yeah. love it. And where can people find you on social media? um at Jessica Hall yay yes. oh my god it was so good to have you, you here too? are you too thank you
2: <laughs> wow still
0: mom brain guys still mom brain <laughs> um thank you for coming on and chatting with us on FML Talk uh thank you for having me I love you love you too yay I want to thank Jessica so much for coming on and spilling all the details that I've always needed to know about what it was like being at the Playboy Mansion make sure you guys check out Sugar Taco the food is fucking unreal it's so so good and uh check out her new show with Kendra too We are going to now segue into your FML stories. Hey, Gabrielle. My name's Erin, and this is my FML story.
3: So my ex-husband and I, were high school sweethearts. We were together for 15 years uh, before we ended up getting a divorce. We were only married for a short while, like three years, and I thought that everything was perfect until around the three-year mark of our marriage where... He just started acting very suspicious going out more often not coming home just typical signs of an affair and of course when i called him out on it everything was my fault right completely gaslighted Um, no matter what i said no matter what i did everything resorted back to being me as the problem i was always in the wrong so long story short he ended up leaving me on christmas day fast forward eight months throughout that eight month period he completely abandoned me, left me with all of our stuff, all of our bills, um, refused to take his belongings, refused to tell me what was wrong with him, refused to tell me what went wrong in our marriage, just repetitively said, oh, this is just the way that I am, and you need to deal with it, and you, I don't know what to tell you, but this is what I need to do for me. You need to find a way to move on. Not giving me any type of closure whatsoever. Ended up divorcing me through a text message um, after I haven't hadn't heard from him in almost three months and fast forward a year after that, when all the divorce proceedings came out, I had no idea where he was living. He would never tell me, I uh, found out he was living with an HR manager. Um, we lived in Florida and he was having an affair five miles down the road from us. And he ended up moving to Connecticut with this woman and is now trying to marry her while he was still divorcing me. So much fun.
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I mean, first of all, anyone to leave someone on Christmas Day is a big asshole in my book. Like, at least wait till the day after Christmas. Like, that's so fucked up. Um, And to divorce over a text message. I mean, in my eyes, like, sometimes maybe that's easier than being, you know, in situations like I was where it was, like, in person serving divorce papers. Um, But what a, what a, like can I say pussy? I mean, I guess it's FML talk. What a pussy ass move that is to like not be able to have a conversation and sit down with your wife that you've had so many years with and communicate why you want to get a divorce. Not the business guys, not the business. All right. Here's number two.
1: Hello, Gabrielle. This is Whitney and this is my FML story. It's a little bit different. It concerns my best friend of 30 years. Um, we'll call him Buddy. He's my high school friend and has been my friend for over 30 years. Uh, he, I found out that his daughter was getting a divorce, which was final this week. And I called him to recommend your book and your podcast, and figuring that this might be able to give her some help and support if anything was needed uh the conversation started good enough but then devolved into a tirade a political tirade he kept going on and on i would say uh buddy and he went on and on and he said uh buddy i said that at every pause like three or four times until he said okay call me back when you get your head out of your ass and hung up for no reason uh, was a con argument I wasn't even having. This is on top of a history of disturbing behavior that has been building for a while. Now, a couple facts. He lives in Maryland near the eastern shore, and we're in Pennsylvania, so I don't see him a lot. His wife has frozen him out for over 15 years, maybe more. Um, when I do see him, he's usually plastered and babbling to any, any and everyone he meets. And when I see them... Trying to get away, he just continues talking to them, totally oblivious. Um, I've had to hold back at least one angry boyfriend because they thought he was hitting on their girlfriend, which he probably was, because what's worse is his sexual issues. He will ask me to send him naked girly pics so he can, well, you know, she locked him out. He won't search because his wife checks his phone. Um, He says... But he recently, it got worse. He asked me for, are you ready, dick pics of mine. You heard me. I refused. He wants someone to watch him doing things. That's right, me. I'm at a loss. The recent thing was just icing on the cake. Why stay friends? Well, like I stated, I try to see the best in people. Plus, he's my friend. I don't want to run out on him, but I don't know how to Help him, because he won't admit anything to me, especially when he's sober. According to him, he's happily married and would never do half the things I tell him that he's doing. But anyway, on top of this, uh, to add to the FML, I have been happily married. Wonderful wife, Amy. She is my rock, but before her, there was a slew of, let's say, troubled individuals that had gravitated towards me. These are many and numerous FML stories that had really caused me a lot of issues, and it's because of your podcast, your book, that has sent me on a road to recovery, and I'm very grateful to hear from, hear these stories, believe me. So if you ever want to hear them, you know where to reach me. They are many and numerous. So anyway, thank you, Gabrielle, and keep on doing what you're doing. Bye-bye.
0: Oh my God. First of all, I think that's the first male FML story we've had on this show, which is fucking awesome. Um, If you are a guy and listening to this podcast, please submit your FML stories. That was amazing. And that took a couple turns that I wasn't expecting. I was like looking at my producer like, is this real life? Um, Wow. There's so much to unpack there. And I want to say first and foremost that you are such a good person for staying friends with someone because you don't want to run out on them when they are giving you so many reasons to bolt the other direction. Um so good on you. You are a good solid person for that. Um I would have probably drawn the line at a, my own personal dick pics, but like that's me. Um I I can't even imagine the state that your friend must have been in to request such a thing. That was that was one of the FML stories for the books. My my jaw was on the floor, so Thank you for submitting that. I appreciate it. Next week, you guys, you know, my producer and best friend Jackie as, you know, the leader of FML Talk who keeps me sane and keeps everything running. You've heard her on a couple of the podcast episodes where I've brought her on to co-host with me, but you really haven't ever heard her story and you don't know her the way I know her. And I convinced her begrudgingly to come on and do an episode with me to share some of the things that she's gone through that has really shaped her as a person. And I am so excited to welcome her as an official guest on FML Talk next week. As always, make sure you keep up with us on Instagram at FML Talk Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. If you're needing extra bonus content, there are mini bonus seasons on Patreon.com slash FML Talk. It will also give you access to the private Facebook group and 10% off your merch. So come party with us on there. And as always, you guys, have a self-love cocktail on me. Love you. Mwah.